And welcome back to the Rita Cosby Show. Our next guest is one of the greatest and funniest and stylish guys I know. And true fact, we even shared an office together back in the day. He is the host of the number one morning talk show in New York City, Bernie and Sid in the morning, 6 to 10 a.m., every weekday on the great 77 WABC radio. And his new book is appropriately called Citizens United. It's an awesome book, and it comes out September 6th, but you can pre-order it right now on Amazon and wherever else you get your great books. And welcome back to the Rita Cosby Show, my buddy, Sid Rosenberg. Sid, congrats on this awesome book, too. I'm so proud of you. Well, thank you. This is an honor. You know I love you. You've done this for a really long time, and uh, you've had great success in everything you do, TV, radio, books, you name it. So thank you for having me on this uh, beautiful show of yours. Thank you. Well, I am thrilled for you. Uh, first off, how was I as an office mate? I was a pretty good office mate, right? You were a very good office mate. In fact, you were great, but this uh, kid named Mike Gunzelman, he used to come in and sleep on the couch. He really messed up our office, but you, you were very clean, <laughs> in and out, never an issue. Never an issue. You were great. That's right. I do remember him sleeping oh, on the God. couch. That's yeah. right. I'd walk in. I'm like, oh, who is this person? <laughs> and it's not Sid. No, nope. no, it wasn't me. He was wearing my clothes lots of the time, which was weird. But it was Mike Gunzelman. You, you were great. Well, now that we've cleared that up, I'm really glad. And and Sid, I adore you. And I bought, I love this book. You are almost like a like a psychic in the book because you predicted a lot of the things that are yeah. coming out right now, uh, especially with our woke culture. And you kind of, uh, you typically are, take no prisoners. Talk about um, some of the things you go after in the book that are, boy, really timely. I'm thinking of like Hollywood. I'm thinking of LeBron James. Yeah. Yeah, I touch on all these things. I mean, I guess, you know, calling Eric Adams Bill de Blasio 2.0 when I wrote this eight months ago turned out to be right on the money. I can tell when he ran, before he beat Curtis, that this guy was doing everything he can to appease both sides. Really no conviction, none. And uh, I thought he'd be every bit as bad as Bill de Blasio, and he has been. He dresses nicer. He's on time for more events. But the truth is, statistically, the city is even in worse shape now than it was under Bill and uh, he doesn't go up to Albany and really yell and scream. He comes back and he says, I tried, but, you know, Stuart Cousins and Heasty and Hochul wouldn't allow me to do this, allow me to do that. And the police are leaving in droves. For a guy that was a cop, you would think he can keep him, you know, here, but he can't because the truth is he wasn't a very good cop for 20 plus years. I think he had seven arrests in 22 years. So that was one of the things I did call in the book. I do talk about LeBron James and the woke sports culture, the Hollywood stuff, the woke entertainment culture. Culture, uh, the, the 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 governor race, uh, Biden, all those good things, and of course, uh, a whole chapter devoted to Donald Trump, and what I hope is the return of Donald Trump in 2024. So where do you see this whole woke culture going? Because obviously it's something you talk about every morning on your awesome show with Bernie, of course, Sid and Bernie. And it is the best show in the morning at, what, six years now. I remember when you joined WABC. Well, it it wasn't wasn't always mornings. I jumped in. Don't forget, when I got here, it was middays. And Imus was still alive and hosting mornings. And then about three years in... I miss retired. Then me and Bernie took over mornings. So it's been half middays, half mornings, but a successful run nevertheless. And thank you for mentioning that. Yeah, and you and Bernie, I mean, Bernie and Sid in the morning is must listen to 
uh, radio. I mean, every single morning. You guys have had it out. Um, verbally, you have it out often in the studio. My, I think about the famous bout you guys had, yes, which to yes. this day, how many people still stop you? You got to remind everybody, oh, you, did, you guys did a boxing match for yeah, charity. We did. Uh, believe it or not, October is going to be 19 years since that famous morning at uh, Chelsea Piers in New York City when he and I duped it out. That day, we raised $250,000 for IMAs for kids with cancer. It was a great cause. And look, talking about kids with cancer, I think folks who listen to the show know that Bernie's been very, very sick. In fact, he's uh, missing his third consecutive week this week. He's having a very tough go. It's been seven months of basically hell for Bernie and for me, mostly Bernie, of course. But, uh, yes, we, we've had some some great knockdown, drag-out bikes dating back to 2016 when he was a Trump supporter from day one. I voted for Hillary Clinton. Now I'm adult enough to admit that was a huge mistake, and Trump turned out to be a great president. She's never been great in anything, Hillary. Uh, so he was right, Bernie, but those were some real brawls back in 2016. What do you think makes the magic to be the number one morning talk show there in New York City for so many years, Sid? Well, I think it comes down to variety. I mean, I'm not doing anything in Bernie that other guys didn't do, right? But if you're going to copy somebody, Rita, then you got to copy the best. I had the opportunity to work on and off for almost 20 years with Don Imus. Bernie spent over three decades with Don Imus. I spent time with Howard Stern. I hosted one of his Howard TV specials, was a guest a bunch of times, and I still listen to Howard Stern every day. Heard two great interviews just last week with, um, with uh, what's his name, uh, David Spade, which was really, really good good and i want to i forget point is uh, i try to mimic guys that are great at what they do so i took some some of don imus i took some of howard stern i took some of mike and the mad dog for the sports fans out there and what we do was one big mosh again we're not recreating the wheel radio's been around way too long no one's going to do that but if you sound like some of the guys that were all-time greats odds are you're going to be an all-time great. And I think that's what me and Bernie do well, whether it's Stern or Imus or Bob Grant. You've got a little bit of all those guys in our show every morning. Yeah, you do. And it is. I love it. You know, I love both of you guys. I adore both of you guys. And I think the two of you guys together, there's that. It's it's like, you know, you're like sitting in on uh, two guys hanging out at the bar or sitting out at two guys at the diner or whatever. It's it's so natural. Well, he's and Irish. that's what makes it fun. He's Irish. For him, it's it's the bar. I'm Jewish, so for me, it's a diner. <laughs> <laughs> See, we got both areas covered. That's not bad. <laughs> and by the way, there's a lot of material to cover in New York every single day between, you know, crime. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's like now there's just a new case of this judge who lets out another career criminal. I mean, it's like endless material there. No, it is. And, and uh, you know, I've been doing a lot of traveling of these events with Lee Zeldin. I did a major event with Lee uh, just last week on Long Island. Kimberly Guilfoyle, Donald Trump Jr., Ray Kelly, a bunch of famous New York athletes like Lawrence Taylor. I'm doing another one with Lee this Sunday in Deal, New Jersey with President Trump. And uh, Lee is the guy that can save this city, uh, state, I should say. Eric Adams is failing in the city. Kathy Hochul failing the state. Lee Zeldin is the guy we need desperately to win come November. But the beauty about this book is like the radio show. You know, uh, George came down this morning. He works alongside John Katzmatidis. And he said, I got to tell you, I love your show. And I said, why? 
He said, because it's not all politics. At any given time, I may start talking about the Mets. I may start talking about reality television. I may start talking about my wife, Danielle, or my kids. And that's what this book is about. I don't bore you with all the politics. I don't uh, stay on one political topic. Yes, there's plenty about Donald Trump, plenty about Joe Biden, Eric Adams, January 6th, BLM, all the things that ail us today and the things we like. But there's a lot of good stuff in this book, like me and my dad. You know what? I wrote this book, and I know you could appreciate this because you and your father had a great relationship, and he was a, a, a hero, your father. When I, when I came to Thank the publisher you. about this book, I said, listen, my buddy Tim Rustert, uh, the old uh, Meet the Press host, he wrote a book one day when his father died. It was called Big Rust, and I loved it. And I By said, the way, and I loved him. Tim was the reason, uh, one of the reasons I went to NBC. I adore Tim Rustert. He was a great guy. We became friendly on the I Miss show, and I said, in that spirit... I want to write a book about my father. And the publisher said, listen, that's great. You've got great stories and how close you are. You miss your dad. They said, but you're Sid Rosenberg. We listen to you every day. You talk about this and that. You've got great opinions. Why would you limit the book to just you and your dad? Give us you and your dad, but give us everything else. Tom Brady, Real Housewives of Atlanta, Danielle, Ava. I said, well, let me ask you this. If I give you all that, how does the advance change? <laughs> and, then, and then he gave me a number and I said, you got it all, baby. You got exactly what you want. And that is what Citizens United is all about. Again, akin to the radio show, not just one thing. You never know from one segment or in my book from one chapter what you're going to get. I love that. And that is for sure just about you, too, which is great. It's fun. It's got great energy. Uh, this is your second book, too, yeah. my friend. Yes. Um, and I love the message, by the way, in here. And I'm glad your publisher pushed you to do that because that is so cool, all the layers. Your dad also taught you some great lessons about perseverance. And there's a great story in there. Um, it's about the football, right, where yeah, you get yeah. knocked down, you yeah. get knocked down. Yeah. Talk about your message for life because so many people listen to you guys in the morning. Of course, part of the Bernie and Sid morning team, the great Sid Rosenberg, my buddy. But you have a great message for anybody out there. Well, thank you for bringing That's my favorite part of the book. So thank you for bringing that up. And uh, you're right. The book is about resilience. It's about perseverance. Everybody knows my story. It's um, it's everywhere. Uh, issues with drugs <laughs> and alcohol and gambling. I've been fired a hundred times. I've been suspended a hundred times. I had to leave New York, go down to Miami. Had to leave Miami. Thank God they invited me back to New York. It's really been a uh, a rough run, and I'm accountable for all of it. I'm not blaming anybody else. I don't blame the drugs or the liquor. I blame me. Uh, but my father taught me at a very early age that no matter how hard you fall. You get back up. And the story in the book goes back to my Little League football days when my father was my coach and I was the running back. And he drew up a play where the quarterback would pitch the football to me and I would run the ball to the right side. And we ran the play the first time. I was on the Redskins or playing a team called the Steelers. And as soon as I caught the football, this kid on the Steelers, who may even mean Joe Green, he was that big at that age, he hit me so hard I started to cry. I was like 10 years old. I started to cry. So then uh, uh, the next series of downs, my dad goes back in the huddle. He goes, Jerry, you're going to pitch the football to Sydney. I said, Dad, we just ran that play. That kid almost killed me. I'm going to tell Mommy, stop it. He goes, you're going to run that play. And sure enough, we ran the play. And sure enough, once again, as soon as I caught the ball, that kid hit me so hard, I think I made it in my pants. I'm not even kidding. Later on, third quarter, we've run the same play twice. Both times ended in disastrous results. I lost yardage. I was knocked down, couldn't get up. My father goes, Jerry, 
You're going to pitch the ball to Sidney. I said, please, come on. He's going to kill me. You're going to run that play. He pitched me the football. I made one spin move, and I ran for a 60-yard touchdown. And I remember standing in the end zone, and my teammates were all over me, slapping me on the back, way to go. And I looked down. um, I got emotional, but I looked down at the sideline, and I saw my father wipe a tear from his eye. Like my son, he stuck with it. We ran the same play three times. The first two times ended in disastrous results. And the third time, he scored a touchdown. And that's been my life. A lot of disastrous results. But at this stage of the game, I scored a touchdown. Wow. Sid, you're getting me emotional because I love you. And your dad is so incredibly proud of you. He's looking at you and smiling from above, my oh, friend. Thank you. You know, thank you. smiling thank from you. above. Thank you. Uh, the great, great Sid Rosenberg of Bernie and Sid in the morning, every morning on 77 WABC, 6 to 10 a.m., And you have to get this incredible book, which is funny, and as you just heard also, full of heart. Citizens United, everybody get it on Amazon, wherever you can get it. You can pre-order it right now, and it is going to be a blockbuster. So proud of you. Thank you. And what a beautiful book and what a beautiful testament to your dad. And I love your fighting spirit, my friend. Congrats. Well, thank you. Thank you for doing this for me. You're a big deal. Looked up to you for so many years in this profession. You really are one of the all-time greats. So thank you for having me on your show. It means a lot to me. You know, you're national now all over the country. So I hope a lot of folks who don't listen to us every day in New York have a chance to hear this. A, to know how great you are. And B, to know this is a book they're going to enjoy. Because like we just talked about, it will invoke a lot of emotions. Anger, uh, frustration, happiness, some sadness too, which is basically our lives every day. That's Citizens United. I love you, Rita Cosby. Thank you so much. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.